Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the latest Bicycling Australia podcast. This podcast is powered by Zwift, the fitness app where fun is fast. Speaking of Zwift, we have the 2020 Zwift Academy winner and now a professional cyclist with Alpus and Fennec cycling team, Jay Vine, coming up shortly on this podcast. Jay, good morning over there in Catalonia. How are you going, mate? Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. It's... um. Yeah, it's just gone seven o'clock, so it's uh, almost time to ride. <laughs> yeah, well, really, we really appreciate you speaking to us prior to today's um, training ride. Um, and you are obviously in pretty much the world capital of professional riders. So how is it there in Girona today? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be another hot one. Um, I think we've got tops of 34 degrees. Um, and it's, if any other days... Um, to go by it'll be at about 30 degrees by 10 o'clock so wow. um yeah it's it's spain's turned turned its mediterranean heat on um <laughs> in the first in the first month of uh, summer so yeah well it's going to be a warm one and you've probably been keeping abreast of the situation in australia like freezing in canberra so good for you guys being over there in in spain yeah, yeah. I, I actually prefer the cold conditions, but um, yeah, once I get used to the heat, it's not too bad. Um, mm. Yeah. And uh, for those um, familiar with um, that Girona region, um, as I said, just one of the best places in the world to ride a bike. Where are you heading out to today? Yeah, I'm probably going to be heading out to Olot. Um, there's a nice 110k, 120k loop um, that's that's from here to Olot and then back. Um, plenty of water stops on the way, so it um, it suits the sort of volume endurance ride that I'm going to be doing today. The um, the thing I've noticed really about coming over here is just the the sheer volume of of climbing that's longer than 10 minutes. Um, you don't you don't really get that anywhere that I've really been from Brisbane to Canberra to um, to regional Victoria, the, the climbing usually um, is only about 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops, whereas here you, you, you can quite happily get climbs 30 minutes, 30 minutes long um, mm. within, within an hour radius of, of your own. So that's, that's what's really been, been good to, uh, to experience that and I guess that's absolutely critical for um, conditioning and preparation for for the for what you're up to over there which we're going to get to very shortly just on that riding around Girona I was very lucky to be there a couple of years ago and just to see you know Robert Gessink sit down at the coffee shop Turbo Rowan Dennis was there 
I was riding one day and Daryl Olympic flew past. So it's that sort of place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's 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 so many pros that live here, um, both men and women, and it's always it's always cool. You probably pass about six or seven of them um, going the opposite direction, regardless of which which way you head out of town. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of quality riders here, and um, when I first got here though, there was there wasn't too many people actually in town because I mean when I first got here. There was a bunch of races all happening at once. I think we had Torino, Paris Nice, mm. and maybe there was probably a classic going on as well. So um, everyone was out of town, basically mm. right racing. So um, slow, slowly, slowly become more and more of a pro town as the years gone on. Awesome. So you, you and your wife um, Bree um, moved from Australia to Spain mid-pandemic. So how on earth did you manage to? Um, to basically move to Europe in the middle of, you know, the biggest disruption in recent history. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's basically only the only reason I was able to to get out of um, to get out of Australia was because I had a professional contract. Um, the Australian government um, wasn't wasn't allow isn't allowing people to travel unless you've got a, um, a valid reason. And obviously, being a professional cyclist, it's very hard to do that uh, telecommuting. So they basically allowed us to, to leave Australia to go to our place of work. Obviously, in that, we had to sort out visas um, with the Spanish government mm. because the 90-day option wasn't an option, um, not being able to really fly back home mid-season. Mm. And that also meant that we had to sort out visas with the Spanish. Um, and yeah, a bunch of uh, a bunch of bureaucratic um, loops that we had to to jump through. But in the end, um, in the end, as far as I'm aware, it, it turned out to be the same sort of process that most people have to do when they're relocating countries. You are listening to the Bicycling Australia podcast, powered by Zwift, the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders just like Jay Vine from all around the world and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial today. So there is a fascinating backstory about how you came to be there um, riding for a, a, a pro, a top level team. Yeah, well, the, the Zwift Academy um, is, is how I got my spot on um, Alperson Phoenix and mainly mainly the well from from where I'm sitting the main reason I think I was able to get the spot is because of the pandemic um, the under the, it had been open to under 23s for the last three years and I was the first year that they'd opened it up to elites and that that's during during the pandemic that was that was basically all I had to to, to ride for, um, mm. and yeah, once once I'd uh, once I'd set my sights on 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 winning that competition or at least qualifying for that competition, that was was all I did for three or four months of um, 2019. So wow. or 2020. So. Um, yeah, I think I think without the pandemic, it would have it would have stayed an under 23 um, competition meaning that obviously I wouldn't have been eligible, but 
you know, that's all in hindsight. Amazing to hear, isn't it? So good. And Bria's obviously been a very big part of that that journey over the past few years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, she's she's basically supported me um, whilst whilst having a full time job throughout 2018. Yeah, a bit of 2018, definitely 2019 and 2020. Um, and even now that she's over here in Spain with me, it's yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty hard schedule. Um, just you know, riding and training and dieting. Um, we obviously don't have a car over here anymore, so we've had to change our shopping styles. So oh, there's wow. no more rocking up to the the grocery shop for an entire two weeks worth of groceries and then just chucking in the car. No, no, anything you buy, you have to carry the two kilometers home. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. It's it's been invaluable to have a second person. I mean, also when I crashed in Andalusia, someone someone was able to help me change my bandages, which was, you know, oh, wow. obviously if anyone's had a had a had a pretty bad bad crash, they know how mm. uncomfortable that is. So, so we also did see you do exceptionally well um, at the Herald Sun tour. Um, I think that was two years ago or so. So we still getting into racing on Zwift at that point, or was it more road focused? Um, no, I've been, I've been on Zwift since 2017. Um, the, the platform has been really good for when I was working full time, um, in Barton in Canberra, the, the early mornings, especially Canberra winter. I mean, I was not a fan of getting up at five o'clock in the morning to get a two hour training ride in to then get to work by eight o'clock, um, mm you know, with a shower and all that sort of stuff. So the the platform was really good in that you could just literally just roll out of bed and jump on the trainer or vice versa, get home from work at six o'clock in the afternoon and not have to worry about, oh, it's dark at 5.30. So mm. you didn't have to worry about ruse and, you know, other yeah. animals jumping in front of you or, or ice on the roads um, in the evenings. So it was pretty invaluable for me in extreme weather conditions. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really like using it. It's just such a fascinating transformation, isn't it? Like who would have thought even five years ago from, from Zwift to, you know, world stage and, and you know, being a member of such a, a big team. Your first major Euro race was the presidential tour of Turkey. Can you just take us to um, how it felt on that, you know, stage one, you're lining up, you're about to to um, start your first um, European stage race. How, how was that, mate? Yeah, it was pretty daunting in the fact that, you know, my first, my first pro-level race, my first race in Europe, um, my first race with the team, um, obviously because of the pandemic, there, it, it, was, it was basically a new way of doing things. I, I hadn't actually met any of my teammates as yet. Um, the... So all, all these things combined, I'd also wanted to have a have a pretty good result on on stage five, and mm. yeah, not not really knowing how how any of this was going to go. So, mm. um, but I mean, I was I was very excited, and we were very much like all the training had gone well. I'd skipped nationals to give myself the best preparation that I could um, mm. for the year ahead. So everything was looking good for my, myself, but, you know, there was always that, well, this is the first time. Can we, can we actually get it done?
And then, of course, stage five, that um, very close second on the Queen stage of the race, um, that, which is actually the photo, the cover shot on the next edition of Bicycling Australia, as I mentioned earlier. So um, it was going to celebrate that one. That that must have just been just an out-of-body experience. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly... I certainly, I don't remember really the last, I don't know, maybe I was in too much pain, the last, you know, five or six seconds of that, of that race. Um, after, after you started sprinting, it was sort of just everything until, until the finish line. But I, there was, there was so many times during that climb where, where, where I thought. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, no, the race is going up the road. This is it. This is all This is all I can do. And this is a pro race. So just imagine what, what a World Tours race is going to be like. But in the end, you know, it all, it all sort of came back together and as, as, riders, um, as riders dropped off. So... Yeah, that was pretty a pretty impressive result, and the way the way my legs performed, especially at the altitude as well, it's something I haven't I've never experienced either. So, um, yeah, lots of good signs for the for the year to come. And then, of course, second on GC, you were one second off, I believe it was, um, on that final stage, a crash within three kilometres to go. Um, <laughs> But you managed to finish overall second on GC. So tell us about standing on that podium on your first pro race. Yeah, I mean, literally standing on the podium was I, was, I was obviously very disappointed because we we were trying. So the reason I crashed was because we were going so hard into the, the final corner, um, which was, I think, at two, two Ks to go. Um it was a technical fast finish. So we were like, if I'm, if I'm farther enough up the bunch um, and in the, in the, in the sprinters group, the, there could be a split in the peloton and they'd apply a three second gap and we possibly could get some time there. Um, But I ended up getting chopped on the, on the way into the corner. So that didn't really happen. But Mm -hmm. so I was obviously full of adrenaline, really disappointed that we, we couldn't get the, the the, pay, the the place swap in the end but looking back on it now it was just it's incredibly cool to have stood on a pro race podium um yeah. already in my career um the and i mean if you told me i mean the presidential cycling the presidential tour, tour of turkey 
well, it hasn't even been on my radar until probably March this year. Mm. Um, I, I don't think I've ever paid any attention to that race before now. Mm. So um, certainly if you'd told me last year that we'd be racing that race, I, I would not have believed you. Um, such a significant result, obviously, in your first pro race. What, 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 is, what has the year in store, the rest of the season, um, with the team? Um, well, due to mainly due to financial reasons now, not not um, not so much COVID reasons. Lots of races are um, are teetering on um, being able to run their races at the moment. Um, mm. So where where our our schedules all up in the air at the moment, um, and I'm um, I don't actually have any races planned. Um, I'm I've got a call with. Um, the directors later this week to um, hook up another race, but you know June um, June's basically full of national champs, so there's no racing really this mm. month. And July's basically the Tour de France, so mm. for the next two months there's there's nothing really going on with our team. Uh, we don't mm. have a big World Tour budget, so we don't really go to. 2.1s and and 2.2s. That's that's not something that that we're able to field squads at. So we, yeah. If you look at the calendar, there's nothing really much until um, San Sebastian and uh, the Volta. I guess it's just all up in the air, isn't it? We really won't know for a few months what 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 the future on the next 12 months may hold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I also um, had a pretty bad crash in Andalusia a couple of weeks ago. So. I've been recovering from that, and then, of course, you've got the the added benefit of um, getting sick as well. So, got to recover from that. So, I really only started training last week um, after three weeks, four weeks of sort of false starts and trying to ride again. So, um, I wouldn't even really be in in much of a shape to to compete in a in a pro race right now. So, um, where yeah waiting for the race starts and mm. when they when they happen probably in august that's I'll, I'll be ready for them you have a data background i believe um or more so pharmaceutical data but i just was interested to know how how data um is shaping your cycling um and how much you rely on basically data um in these training rides or analyzing training rides yeah yeah we're my my coach so i've had the same coach since day one when i started cycling um so we've got lots of information and data built up over the years um and you know slowly we've added more and more um tools to our disposal i mean from like i ride with a core body sensor you know you can't do much with core body temperature whilst you're out riding but it's always good to look at the data afterwards and go, I was feeling particularly crap there. Um, and to see what the core body temperature was doing, what the outside temperature was doing, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, and and to see the way core body temperature changes over the course of a summer. So are you getting better prepared for your summer racing or mm. are you are you really not suited to it? And it's it's a strategy that we need to implement to try and make you better at riding in the heat um so i mean stuff like that but i mean i use a bunch of other sensors as well so for for my training 
I'm and because I I really like to prepare for races with training. I don't really like to prepare for races by racing um, and then just doing lots and lots of racing. Like lots of other riders like doing that. I'm I'm not one of them. I I really rely on 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 data, power, heart rate mm. to gauge how I'm going and if I've actually prepared enough for for a particular event. Mm. How how do you think anyone could get to that um, position you're in now without data, or is data really necessary these days? Um, certainly, from Australia, I don't see it. So I, I don't see it being possible. Um, from from Europe, maybe you you could possibly get to to get get to the the pro ranks without data, but in in the same breath, you unless you're in the right in the right place, the right time to get noticed by the right people. I mean, mm. data is data is a crucial part of of getting scouted for for, for professional teams. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, outside of results, if you're if you're a young rising star and have no data, the mm. one of the first things people are going to do is once you've had a result at a say a pro kermis um, as a as a under twenty three rider or a junior, they're gonna the the the, the, the potential team is going to be asking for for data. Um, mm. You know, part of. So yeah, definitely, definitely from Australia, it's 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 an absolute necessity, um, mm. just because trying to explain Australian racing to to Euro um, to to Euros is is near near on impossible. Um, mm. But even even from from a European side, you, you've you've got to have that that background. Um, I mean, even be able to show a potential scouter that yes, I've been doing twenty thousand kilometers for the last two years. As a yeah. as a nineteen year old, you know stuff like that. If 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 you're just rolling out of bed, um, and then and then getting a result in a pro kermis, there's no there's no history there, so yeah, yeah. there might be a bit of questions. So one other quick technical question: the bike you're riding. So the team's sponsored by Canyon. Um, yep. Tell us about your steed, mate. Yeah, I mean, I first so <laughs> there there there's a bunch of things. Um, that that were completely different this year obviously a full-blown aero aero bike um that was that was interesting the the rear end is way way shorter and way more responsive than anything else i've i've really ridden um but also disc brakes first first time on disc brakes um was was interesting so i've Coming from a mountain bike background, I've used disc brakes, obviously my entire my entire mountain bike career. But running them on on a road bike, you know, seeing the the horror stories of oh, the constantly rubbing and you know the, the 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 squealing of them and the the life the lifespan of items like pads and rotors not being not being up to standard i have had no issues literally they they rubbed when i pulled the bike out of the box i reset the calipers like you do on your mountain bike um and haven't touched them since so i yeah the the great thing about them really is once once you once you're once you're pressing the brake lever you're you're stopping regardless if it's rain, hail or shine. So yeah. um and I mean in on some of these descents, like I said, you're descending for 
10, 15 minutes after you've climbed for over an hour. So being able to stop reliably into hairpins um, is is quite useful. Um, Jay, a couple of years ago, I remember seeing you power through that 160-kilometre Maxi Classic course at the Barrel Classic. Um, yep. If you're ever back here in an October, um, I know it might not might clash with the, the tour, you know, the racing over there, but we'd love to see you back in Barrel and blitzing the field. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was um, that was the race that, or the the race, quote unquote, um, Fondo that um, got uh, got me on the eyes of Chris Miller. Um, he pulled, he took me onto Nero Racing after um, mm-hmm. after that that ride. So. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely um, a nice course out there. It's absolutely stunning, and yeah, we remember that well. And from there, um, as I said, Harold's son to Zwift, and now Alpers and Phoenix, which is a wonderful story. And, and a lot more of that story in our um, next edition of Bicycling Australia with you on the cover. So really excited to see that. Um, Jay, we really appreciate your time today. I don't want to hold you up from that glorious Spanish sunshine, and I guess <laughs> get out there before it gets too hot. Um, just in closing, is there anyone here in Australia you'd like to give a shout out to or say good day to? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely a, a shout out to my parents and everyone else who's um, in uh, Canberra suffering through the uh, the frosty mornings. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, all uh, tra- travel opens up and I can I can get home to enjoy um, the Canberra summer summer again. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 